0: Right. Hey hey, Hey What are be- hey. you going to on, Welcome back to Inside Four Walls, I'm your host, James Madison, and let's just fucking laugh at one of the former greatest, no, yeah, actually, used to be one of the greatest directors alive, now he's one of the most soft, soy-filled, washed-up has-beens, and sure, Levator is visually stunning, yeah, but here's the thing, more and more movies are visually stunning, at a certain point, you have two problems with this, right, this movie's long as fuck, Long as fuck. And it sounds like you cut out... He sounds like he cut out the cool parts. Quite frankly. And we'll go into that and more. He's he's not one of these Hollywood left... Look, it's kind of funny, right? The guy who did Terminator, right? Terminator's a guns. Are, I don't want to fetch the gun use. Guns are the number one problem plaguing in America. Right, right. Because of all the guns, Americans are dealing with inflation. right because of all the guns, people are dying of unknown, mysterious illness of unknown origin, or at least according to you folks, people are dropping like flies. So, yeah. James, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's give you the fucking soapbox, Jimmy, let's see what you have to say. From one gym to another, right? I... Hey. <laughs> ah, oh, man. It's kind of sad, cause this guy used to be like a phenomenal director. But, Like a lot of these Hollywood types, he seems terrified of the mob. And or he's just in his little echo chamber where he doesn't deal with like countering opinions. And all he's done is been like a fly in a bottle, right? Just a bunch of flies in a bottle of yeast, just eating themselves to death. Just just eating themselves on their own farts until they collapse. And the whole entire industry is failing. This movie, it had to make... Like, uh, well, it'll come up, but something like $2.2 billion in its opening week, and he didn't even scratch that. On top of that, you have a, it is a very pretty film. But at a certain point, you get bored. I, I, I don't want to go too far into the movie. Um, I don't think I want to give the money to go see it. Now, <clears throat> like I said, I, I wouldn't pay to go see it. I know a lot about this movie. James Cameron says he cut footage, including firearms, from New Avatar. Regrets past use. Mm. I feel it right here. You know, he he's so concerned, so compassionate, as that footage in the very beginning of this video clearly shows. This man is coping. He is seething. He's chewing on some of that Copenhagen. Now, originally what I was going to do is I'm going to go over here. I was going to read the Stuff article... And then I was going to come over here and I was going to read the Breitbart article. I might still do that, but I'm not going to do that right now. So instead, I'm going to go with The Hill. The center bias, high factuality, 15 hours ago. James Cameron says he cut footage including firearms from New Avatar Regrets Past Use by Ulfrahin Ocean from uh, December 27th, 2022 at 4.52pm Eastern Standard. Director James Cameron said in an interview that he cut 10 minutes of scenes showing the use of firearms in the la- uh, latest installment of the widely popular, widely popular Avatar film series, adding that he regrets past use of firearms. And just, hold on, hold on, hold on. You cannot call it a, a, a wildly popular film series, right? There is like three or four of these movies currently still in production. And this is the second film that just came out. And it is not having a very positive reception. People are shitting on this movie. Left, right, and center. And I mean that. Literally left. There's a bunch of, like, like lefty fucking movie reviewers I've come across who've been reviewing. And I'm normally like, on the side of, like, watching, like, Nerd Roddy, Critical Drinker. I'm on that side of things. But when you get people, like, the fucking movie Bob being like, this movie sucks. It's like, damn, all right. Well, fucking, you got movie Bob bashing your shit? This dude sucks any, he, he's literally mindlessconsumer.jpeg.exe. You know what I mean? Reaction j- jiff. But everyone's coming out against this fucking film. And it's so heavy-handed with the politics. Plus, what was this with this random fucking fucking uh, little teeny bop drama in the middle of this goddamn movie? This movie is like three and a half hours long, you cut out ten minutes. And you're using this ten minutes you cut out to be like, oh, look at my virtue. I cut out ten minutes. You cut out a watchable ten minutes. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys seen this movie? Let me know what you think of the movie in the description below. I don't really care if you leave uh, spoilers down there or not, but just keep in mind, maybe some people want to go watch this movie. I don't imagine many people want to go watch this movie. I miss, uh, there's this old app called Show uh, Showbox. You used people watch all these free movies on it like a week before they hit theaters here. And then one day I just went down. Never quite recovered from that loss. In an interview with Esquire Middle East. <laughs> oh, yes, because the Middle East is so anti-gun and pro-progressive liberalism. Yeah, you get a lot of gay pride marches to the Middle East, my friends. Right, Cameron. Fucking dumbass. Who won three Academy Awards for his 1970- 1997 film. Hey. Good year. 1997 film Titanic told the publication about the regret he has with the use of firearms in his films, adding that he cut out 10 minutes from his new film, Avatar The Way of Water, to shift toward his new approach. Oh, boy. Quote, Avatar The Way of Water, the sequel to the popular uh, 2009 Avatar film was released on December 16th. Now, yeah, uh, I believe Avatar is still like the largest grossing film of all time. Let me double check that real quick. Let me double check that. Yep, it's still Avatar. Avatar, Avengers Endgame, and Titanic. So James Cameron's got two of the highest grossing films of all time. Again, again, he, he was one of the greatest directors of all time. But he is falling on the sword of progressive woke politics, and everything woke turns to shit. I saw somebody wearing that hat in the store, and I looked at I was like, oh my god, I need to waste some money on that fucking hat. See, that's the thing, I love my political t-shirts, but at the same time, when I buy them, I'm like, yeah, this is a waste of fucking money. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's fun. It's fun in the moment. I like it for the salt mining capabilities. Now let's continue, shall we? Quote, I actually I actually cut about 10 minutes of film, K, okay. targeting gunplay action, K. Okay. I wanted to get rid of some of the ugliness, K, okay. to find a balance, balance between the light and the dark, K. Okay. You have to you have to conf- you have to have conflict, of course. Cameron told Esquire Middle East, and the Middle East apparently responded with ugly Pop. Quote Violence and action are the same thing, depending on how you look at it. Uh, violence and action are the same thing, depending on how you look at it. Okay, action. I am taking the action of clapping my hands, and I'm com- I'm committing a, a violation on the sensitive eardrums of some fucking microorganism being affected by the sound waves hitting them. Well, I guess from that perspective, yeah, I'm causing severe violence. You know, I uh, I built the staircase, you know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm building these stairs, and 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 you know, I've run out of nails. So instead of using three nails, you know, everyone it's three nails, three nails, one side, one side, go up, one side, one side. I don't know if anybody's ever built, built stairs, but fucking, you get to the last board, you got to put three nails on on the left side to to put it into the mount. And, you know, I'm out of nails, only so put one. Two. Couple years later, the board bends up a little bit. Someone trips on it and they headbutt them. They hit, they hit their fucking head. Ah man, that my action of of not using all the nails I should have. Years later, committed violence on that individual. What kind of fucking mental gymnastics are you trying to fucking play here, guy? I hate this shit. These it's the ability to say a whole lot and say nothing. I don't understand yet. I've built a podcast on it. I'm trying to figure it out myself. It's a work in progress, I guess. Depending on how you look at it. And what's this fucking balance between light and dark? It, James Cameron next week is going to be like, Hashtag Thanos did nothing wrong. Violence and action are the same thing, depending on how you look at it. This is the dilemma of every action filmmaker, and, I, and I'm known as an action filmmaker. It's so humble. So humble. You know, you hate Trump, but you certainly like... This is the dark struggle of all great artists, and I'm a great artist. (laughs) It's like if Joe, it's like if Joe Rogan was like, "Oh yeah, man, you know, I bet the greatest podcaster of all time has it rough." I'm the greatest podcaster of all time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm known as the greatest. (laughs) You know, no, more accurate would be like if Joe Rogan was like, "Yeah, man, it's got to be stressful to be one of the greatest podcasters of all time." And you know, people say I'm one of the greatest podcasters of all time. (laughs) Uh. Such a fucking clown. Cameron also said that he wouldn't direct some of his previous films due to the nature of violence and use of firearms in them. Oh man, such a sensitive soul. Adding that the current use of firearms in today's society turns his stomach. Quote, I look back on some films that I've made, and I don't know if I want to, want to make that film now, Cameron said in the interview. Quote, I don't know if I if I would want to fetish fetish guns. See now that's a thing. Uh, you're the artist, bro. You you you're the one creating the art, right? So if you're worried about people perceiving the guns as being like fetishized and romanticized and and made to look cool. and w- which, and by the way, many in many cases, guns are supposed to look cool in movies. It's a fucking movie. It's an alternate universe where you can just, you know, tune out from the real world and watch, some, watch an hour and a half of some pocket world where some dude has an endless supply of fucking ammunition and he takes on all the bad guys, planes fly overhead, red, white, and blue, credits roll, Patriot's Day, welcome to Earth, motherfucker, yeah, woo, you know, that's what you want. But you guys want to put politics in it. Nobody wants to go to the movie theater and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I am i can't pay my bills. I'm worried about all these socioeconomic things, the war in Ukraine and gun violence. And I'm all worried about blah, 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 blah. And you're like, you're right, you're right, you're right. Woke gender politics? My personal politics? In your, or, 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 or is this helping you get away from your real world? My version of your real world? You just going to give you all my fucking political opinions and all my films? Completely ruin every movie and film series we get our fucking hands on? Seriously, is anyone excited for the new Indiana Jones film where Indiana Jones is going to be literally fucking 80 years old and then get replaced by a chick inevitably at the end of it? I swear to God, it's going to end with a female Indiana Jones. Just fucking watch. It's going to happen. Are you happy with like the fucking Ghostbusters, the all-female diversity hire... Uh, equality of outcomes fucking you know the messaging in movies are Are you happy with it are Are you thrilled that you tuned into the modern film series i'm not dude i love the boys my favorite show on amazon but dude it's a great show and sometimes they do politics really well but when they don't dud just dud people want to see the movies they want to see. So just make the movie. Look at John Wick, right? John Wick is wildly successful. You want to know why? Because it's a fun movie where Keanu Reeves just goes buck wild with a bunch of guns over a dog being killed. One of the most popular films out there. Everybody's seen it. And that has guns in it. Uh, has John Wick ever been linked to, like, a fucking real-world homicide? Now, the media, if you guys remember 2019, what they did with the Joker, where they're like, oh, or someone's gonna watch the Joker and go shoot a movie theater, and that went from being like, you know, where there are concerns that maybe somebody will go shoot a movie theater, you know, because of the Joker movie, and by the end, right before the movie came out, and then while the movie was in theaters, they were like, why don't, why hasn't anyone done it yet? Like, they got real fucking, that narrative got pushed so hard, it was almost like they were trying to be, oh, won't well, somebody rid me of this nosy monk fucking ridiculous fetishized guns like i did in on a couple of terminator movies 30 plus years ago in our current world and there it is in our current political correct world where if you don't fall in line with the messaging you could be removed you could be irrelevant and everything is this fucking politically correct little echo chamber bubble and it's so fucking weird because remember when I was younger it was the conservative right the Christian fundamentalists who were like cancel this silence this I shouldn't have to watch what my kid watches on TV I should be able to just leave them in front of the TV unmonitored and they can just fucking go all buck wild and watch whatever they want you know because, because I should they, they should have my morals force on on TV so I don't have to think about it it's like no Watch your fucking kid. You don't want your kid watching Family Guy? Don't let them watch Family Guy. Pay attention. Make America a lot more like the Waltons and a lot less like the Simpsons. Fuck you. Shout out to anybody who can... If you know what that reference is, leave a comment. Actually, if you know what that reference is, leave a thumbs up. I'm gonna do that cheesy shit that YouTubers do. Leave a thumbs up. Uh, Take action. Let's see. During do, 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 his stomach, and I like how we're 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 fucking scared of an inanimate object. And and the last thing about the whole fetish size thing, bro, you're an artist. You're making art, and you're trying to perceive how the people around you will will receive it. But it's ultimately your projection. No one is watching you fucking make a movie where everybody's pulling their guns out and thinking anything more than this is a really fun movie with guns in it. The fact that you think you have some profound power through your movie to stir these illicit, deep feelings it just speaks to sheer narcissism on your end. And the fact that your new movie is failing and you're handling it so badly shows that you are so delicate in your little fucking bubble that now you're getting all these movies being made, you spent all this time working on them, it's all hyped up, and nobody likes it anymore. And now you're fucking seething. And I hope you sit on it. And I hope you fucking spin like a goddamn top. There's some talks about China being like... Oh we might not even let this play here. And do you know how fucked this movie will be... If China does not air it? They are fucked. And you gotta keep in mind... We'll go into this more towards the end. But they've got like 8 movies they got planned. And they already got like 4 or 5 still currently being filmed. And with the failure of this movie... And they're projecting like, even if this movie breaks even, or even if this movie surpasses, it was an uphill fight for it to do that, if it gets there. They cannot promise the next movie will be as successful or lucky. So now there's just this whole fear in the air around the studio, I bet. Good. Razor's Law. As the great holic would say, Go woke, inevitably fucking croak. Quote, I look back on some film I've, I've made, and I don't know if I would want to make them now," Cameron said in the interview. I don't know if I would want to fetishize guns like I did a, on a couple of Terminator movies. So you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of movies with guns in it. I want to know why specifically it's the Terminator ones he's focusing on. It's all for the fake modern audience that doesn't even fucking exist in the first place. Quote, What's happening with guns in our society turns my stomach. Cameron mourned. Cameron cried. Cameron fucking groveled. It says Cameron concluded. Cameron's remarks come after the U.S. Has, been, has seen recent waves of mass shootings in the past year, including incidents in Uvalde, Texas, Buffalo, New York, Highland Park, and Colorado Springs. All right, let's look at these cases. Uvalde, Uvalde. What was the story at Uvalde? It was a fucking, oh god, I'm blanking on this one. The common thread between all of these is they were all on the FBI's radar. Now, the Buffalo shooting, now the Buffalo one is at the Buffalo market or the Buffalo subway shooting because of the subway shooting, it was that fat black guy. If it was the market. It was that white supremacist who was actually a proud like socialist, BLM activist. I know, weird contradiction, but it happens, especially when you have feds and you know government assets doing shit. Oh, allegedly, by the way, allegedly, it just seems weird. Is it? Do I have to say allegedly? If if it's like, well, the government comes on the feds are like they were on our radar and we knew we we had signs that they were going to do something like this. We just did nothing to stop them. But now that it's happened. It's politically expedient for politicians to use this incident that we could have stopped to push a narrative. Really? Why didn't you take action sooner? If they're not being stopped, and this is just speculation on my part, if you're not stopping these people who are on your radar, and you're just letting them go and do these crimes so that people you like, who happen to be in the Oval Office, or whatever position in government you want to try and help out, can have this tragedy to push a narrative with, that makes them a government asset. Unlike the guy and you know, uh, like, you know, like, let's look at what happened in Las Vegas. The guy's brother was like, oh, yeah, this isn't the true story. And then he got all that stuff ended up on his hard drive suddenly. And then, oh, he went missing. Yeah, there's a lot of questions with that one, too. It's, there's a weird connection with all these shootings. Now, Highland Park, Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, that turned out to be a non-binary, former, like, female to male trans whatever Who shot up the fucking gay nightclub? So, inside job, sorry. Again, another inside job. And then you got the Highland Park, which seems on the surface, and and you know what? Fuck it. It is an actual tragedy. Just because you ask questions and speculate that it could have been stopped or the government let it happen to stage or allow some political point, that's why the government didn't stop it, is one thing. That doesn't mean people didn't die. Just because you're questioning the narrative doesn't mean it's not a tragedy. That that was the most retarded thing with the whole Alex Jones things. Yes, people died. And that was fucking gut-wrenching. But at the same time, there's a lot of narrative. It's like, at the same time, how many times are you going to find out the government... Like, the FBI was like, oh yeah, they were on our fucking radar. We weren't going to stop them, though. Well, if they had to have been doing something to get on your radar. Right? Everybody's on your fucking watch list, right? So why didn't you stop it? If you knew, or you had speculations... You can plant evidence on all kinds of people. You can get Ross Olbrick. You can stage a whole elaborate thing to catch a guy who was selling some fucking cocaine on a goddamn black market. But, oh boy, some guy is going to go fucking rogue and start shooting up a place. And he posted it on social media a couple weeks beforehand. God forbid you actually fucking do something about it. And fuck you, I don't buy it. In the aftermath of the Robb Elementary School Massacre in Uvalde, lawmakers wrote... Yeah, by the way, all those cops, those cops are my prime... Are a great example for why I... You know, I I say I'm vaguely right-wing. And I have a defund the police argument. Here's my defund the police argument. And we'll end with Uvalde. You don't know how Uvalde happens? Two things happen before Uvalde. You have step one. You have cops enforce a lockdown. But... You tell the cops to protect all the rioters and protesters that are burning down cities and beating people. But if this side comes out and goes against the lockdowns and they have a different political opinion, you need to beat them down, suppress them, and lock them in their homes. So politically protect one and punish the other. Then the cops who are not comfortable with that will quit. They're like, I cannot uphold this double standard, and I'm gone. Then, step two. You have a mandate. The mandate will make the cops who are happy and fine with enforcing the corrupt dichotomy policy, where one side gets punished and the other side allowed to have all the freedoms in the world. But now you've done a policy where it comes back to affect them. And now that it's personally affecting them directly, they're gone. And now that those two steps are concluded... All you have left are Uvalde cops. Now, Uvalde is some little backwaters-ass tiny town in Texas. How many Uvaldes are across this country, do you think? Especially with how many cops have quit over the last couple of years. Anyone of character is gone. And I say this as somebody... I wasn't like a back-the-blue type, but I wasn't a defund-the-cop type. But watching, the, watching all these videos of police beat people in MAGA hats... Watching these cops beat people's windshields in and drag them out of cars at riots, or watching people, you know, getting beaten at cop car, you know, watching people getting beaten and assaulted on the streets while cops just stand by and do nothing. That blue line wore thin, and now that blue line doesn't exist with me. You had the blue flu, you had the great resignation, and now you got Uvalde cops, coast to coast, north, east, south, and west, and everything in between. And cops already took an hour to respond to any call or any emergency. So now you got this. And now the cops that are left, they will fucking kill you for using your first amendment to protect your second. And don't fool yourself into thinking, if you see a cop, ask him, have they taken notes of the constitution? They will tell you no. Most of them don't have to. Most of them don't. And just like these cops, they all sat in the hallway. Some of them played on their phone. One of them was literally playing mobile games. Then one of them was saying, oh, well, maybe he'll use up his ammunition in there. Then we can go get him after he runs out of ammo. Cowards. And then the school board blew up and fucking threatened journalists who were leaking audio files and shit. Yeah, no. These are piss poor examples. Everything in here could have been prevented. Either the FBI could have done their job and intervened in Uvalde or could have intervened in Texas, could have intervened in Buffalo and the Highland Park. And Colorado Springs was an inside job. That person was already unwell. All of those could have been prevented. And you're never going to bring it with Colorado Springs nightclub that it was an inside job. That's never going to come up, is it? The fact that it was a a trans non-binary person who shut that place up, which is, by the way, whatever gender they were born with. You can't Either dilate, dilate or get somebody pregnant. We'll see how that goes for you. In the aftermath of the Robb Elementary School massacre in Uvalde, lawmakers wrote a passage of a bipartisan Safer Communities Act, the first major legislation to address gun violence in nearly 30 years. President Biden signed the act into law earlier this year. The answer is not to ban guns. Do you want to know what people see when you walk down the street And there's a sign, and it says, this is a gun-free zone. If you're a regular person with a brain, you see that sign, you think, I'm not going to shop at the store because I'm a sitting duck. No one in there is going to be able to protect me. So I'm not going to go in. I'm going to keep shopping. That's why I shop at Target. Because I know damn well most people in there aren't going to be carrying, and I'm not going to be the fucking one doing it. I'm not going to get in trouble for that shit. So I don't shop at Target. That's simple. Fuck Target. And when you make gun-free zones... All you say is, for people who are already so mentally far gone that they're willing to do a mass shooting, this is a fucking bunch of fish in a barrel. None of us can defend ourselves, come on in. Fucking shooting gallery. Double points for the kids, I guess. But, if society, and if everybody had the full like constitutional carry coast to coast, and everybody was carrying people will be a lot less eager to jump. Here, <clears throat> this may not apply to everybody, but I don't know how many of you have ever been inside of, like, a, like a, a, a gym or a like a, anywhere where they do any kind of trained fighting, be it, you know, Ishin-Ru, Taekwondo, anything, in, in any of these areas where we're, where are fighting and mixed martial arts are being trained in practice. Everyone is polite or at least acting all right. You want to know why? Because everybody in there knows that they step out of line, there's about a dozen people who can beat their ass in for acting up. And when you have a society where everybody's carrying guns, or the overwhelming majority of people are carrying guns, the lunatics in the crowd sort themselves out very quickly, and the rest of the people who may want to act up are going to have to think twice about it. Look what happened in that church in Texas, that Baptist church. Young man kicked in the door, pulled out his gun, and old man stood up and capped him real fucking quick. Right? And by the way, y'all seem to hate guns, but when Ashley Babbitt got fucking shot in the throat, y'all immediately were like, yay, congratulations to the proud armed fucking government employee shooting the unarmed woman. You know, you're, you don't have a strong conviction against guns, because if you did, you wouldn't have the armed private security around you, you fucking liars. But, you know, that is the end of this article. Now we have a little bit of time, so let's hop over to another article, shall we? That's uh you know what, let's go to this left outlet stuff. This ain't too bad. Let's see. Uh yep. Why James Cameron cut ten minutes from Avatar, The Way of Water by Alberle Jack? December twenty eighth. Oh, that's today. Director James Cameron has has revealed he cut about ten minutes of gun-related footage from Avatar the sequel, from the Avatar sequel, because he is no longer interested in fetishizing guns. In recent Esquire Middle East interview, the film director, yeah, the Middle East is so anti-gun over there, right? Film director said he wanted to get rid of gun, uh, get rid of some of the ugliness to find a balance between light and dark and cut about 10 minutes from which yada, yada, yada. Uh, 10 minutes of the movie, which was targeting gunplay action. You have to have conflict, yada, yada, action. I'm known as an action filmmaker, the filmmaker who is currently living in New Zealand. Kiwi ass, fake Kiwi. Said he is happily living in a country where, quote, they just banned all assault rifles... I would love to hear... I know there's a, an actual definition here now. I know there is. But I'd love to hear him say it and try to explain it to me. Said he is happy living in a country where they just banned assault rifles two weeks after the horrific mosque shooting a couple of years ago. And, well, Paris is on fire and people got dragged are getting dragged in and being beaten out of the street because some... Fucking Turkish communist wanted to slight some fucking. wanted to go stab and shoot some fucking Kurd, so. I don't know, maybe that Kurd was strapped, he could have protected himself. Just a thought. You know, guns usually beat knife. Uh. The director mentioned his earlier action films and said he did not know if he would make the same films today. I don't know. If I would fetishize guns like I did a couple of uh, on a couple of Terminator movies thirty plus years ago. In our current world, what's happening with guns in our society? Try the way of water. Despite an epic runtime of three hours and difficult weather conditions across North America, still saw a huge turnout over the past Christmas weekend. After less than two weeks of the release, it has already amassed immersed uh, amassed more than nine hundred and fifty five. Point one million in global uh, ticket sales variety reported mm, okay so let's see that's two weeks right that's two weeks Now, I will say that's way better performing than I thought it would be in two weeks but you know the film isn't even close to breaking even yet it's not even halfway there Avatar The Way of Water needs 2 billion dollars. It's actually more accurate. It's like 2.6 or 2.4. I was reading 2.2 the most, but I saw a lot of, like, I saw a lot of estimates saying 2.5. But I'll stick with 2.2. It still needs to make 2.2 billion dollars to break even. But the quote from James Cameron says, quote, After the weight of water, needs need to make $2 billion at the box office to break even, says director James Cameron. So after two weeks, you ha- haven't even made $1 billion. After two weeks. During the holiday season when people are actually going to the movies and hanging out with family, bam, that's fucked up, bro. That's rough. It hasn't even competed with its original fucking, with the first one yet. First one was me. let's see, hold on, let, let me double check this. Okay, so I pulled it up right here. The first Avatar faced similarly severe weather condition when it opened in December 20, 2009. So he's saying 20, I want to say 2009. 2009. But that didn't prevent the film from, over time, crushing records. With 760 million in North America and 2.96 billion globally. Yeah. And it was allowed to be in China, but China's right now being like, eh, we might not allow it here, and if it doesn't do that in China, it's fucked. But I'll, I'll correct myself. The first one did a lot better at the box office than I thought it thought it did, but I didn't realize how close the second one was actually competing with the first one here to the point where it actually passed. So the first one was $760 million in the box office. And this one right here hundred fifty five. uh 955.1 million. So, yeah, the sequel is definitely outpaced from the first one at the box office here domestically. So, congratulations there. I will eat my hat on that one. That means the Avatar sequel has already passed the global box office tallies of some of the 2022's other biggest hits, like Black Panther Wakanda Forever, uh, 800 million, and Batman, or The Batman, 770 million. And the uh Tati Waititi director uh, re- directed Thor: Love and Blunder, I mean Love and Thunder, which put together a global tally of 760 million. With less than a week of 2022 remaining, Cameron's long-awaited release is currently tied with direct- with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That movie sucked. I'll give it three for three good scenes as the third highest-grossing film of all time. Cameron recently described the film as, quote, the worst worst business case in movie history. Mm, worst business case in movie history. The estimated, uh, and estimated the film would need uh, to be the third or fourth highest-grossing film of all time to break even. It's not shaping up to be that way. It's still performing far better than I thought it would. And since we're still a little under time... Why not hop over here to Breitbart? Because Breitbart's going to have a... You know, they're considered far right. So I'm kind of curious what their take is. Over here at Breitbart, James Cameron cuts just 10 minutes of gun action from Avatar 2. What's happening with guns in our society turns my stomach. And this is by David Ng. Hollywood director James Cameron has revealed he cut 10 minutes of gun action from the new Avatar sequel, saying what's happening with guns in our society turns the stomach. In an interview with Esquire, uh, James Cameron also spoke about gun violence uh, and gun culture in the adopted country of New Zealand. Happy to live in New Zealand, told the magazine Cameron explained why he cut scenes from Avatar Away Water. Actually, have you guys seen the trailer? Oh, watch this. It's not going to work. Uh, can I watch it on YouTube? I do you come to us? I just want to keep my family safe. Hi, we're new to the neighborhood. we here to splash around and run around. They're the new kids in the block. They haven't quite found their way to fit in yet, but through these wacky hijinks, they'll sure to find their strides. Tune in next season to different tales. Treat them as our brothers and sisters. You are slightly bluer than me. Keep up for us, boy. If you want to live here, you have to ride. Oh, that's the Elga. I know that Pokemon. Just breathe. Breathe. So, 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 so another thing that's always bothered me about this, right? They mate with their hair, right? Like, their hair connects, and that's, like, how they mate. But their hair is also how they connect to everything else, too. So, are they kind of just putting their dick in everything? Is that kind of what I'm getting at here? Is that, like... See, I-, I have only seen the first movie once. And that's when it was in theaters. And I fell asleep towards the end of it. It's was nine, man. I was like, eight. I was like, no, I've been more like 10 or 11. I have been about 11, actually. Yeah, just about 11. So, I don't know. Does anybody remember what the actual plot for the first one was before this movie came out? Like, did you know, do, do you recall anything about the first movie, really? I've asked around. No one seems to really remember it they remember the movie there were the blue people but plot wise they couldn't tell you outcasts that's all they see to fight protect the people yeah get it done they brought back fucking commander keys basically. I feel like that they brought back the commercials guy, the, the movie trailer dude, coming this summer. Experience it in three D. Experience it in three D. in Peters, December sixteenth. Wow. Uh, you know what? Hold on, I, I-, I want to see something. All right, I've returned dislikes to YouTube. Your move, Elon. Anyway, I'll leave a link to the uh. It's just a a web browser extension you can download. Uh, I'll leave a link to it in the description below. It's, it's, everyone knows knows about it, right in the store. But, um, let's move on, shall we? Uh, Nope, okay, so it wasn't really a different take given here. Not really any comments. Well, I wanna see the fucking com- Let's see, Where, where, where are some of these comments? What's happening with the illegals and the fentanyl they bring to m- what's happening with the illegals and the fentanyl they bring turns my stomach so what's happening with the Democrats committing nearly all the crime and then blame everything but the damn criminal minds turns my stomach you capitalizing the letter D for Democrat turns my stomach <laughs> uh, notice they cap Biden but not Trump what? Oh, what? Hold on. I have to go back to that. I missed that. That's a good catch. Let's see. From Libs... (laughs) Libs are Nazi. James Cameron is personally and directly responsible for what's happening with guns in our society. He seems pretty enamored with them in his work. One might say obsessed... As you heard, sorry, phone was ringing. I had to go get that. Oh, man, it's cold outside. Oh, shit. I just ran outside. Ooh, wearing flip-flops, some shorts, a uh, white beater. Oh. I was figuring before I came back and first recording might as well have a smoke. Such so that I was like, ah, this is fine. These cowboy killers will keep my ass warm. <sighs> ah. Oh, shit. All right. Ah. Uh-huh. Libs are Nazi. Let's see. James Cameron is personally, directly, personally and directly responsible for what's happening in our society. He seems pretty enamored with them and his work. One might say obsessed, and it shows, as I was saying earlier. Nothing happening with guns in society is anywhere... Uh, nothing happening in society is nearly, anywhere nearly as bad as what is happening with guns in James Cameron's films. Straight up personally responsible. Uh, we do not have a gun problem. We have a feral youth problem. It's a good way of putting it. Uh, Utes. Utes youth without fathers. <laughs> Lenny B. Johnson is responsible for that. Pa- yeah. Pays them, uh, pays them of having kids without a family. I'll have them voting Democrat for nearly 200 years. Yeah, well, he didn't say them, did he? Did he, man? He... He said, a, "He said a word that gets people stabbed." I keep these I keep these nig words voting for two hundred years is how the quote goes. No other race in the world is causing as much destruction as the B race. Uh this is my treat for reading these articles. Bravo, Mike is our problem, not guns. Bravo, Mike. Ever notice how nobody seems to be able. To do, a study, <laughs> to do a study regarding the relationship between the level of diversity in the population to the crime rates in cities. You'd think it would be easy to do and perhaps informative and, <laughs> and helpful to find the root of the problem. But we can't do this because it would hurt feels. Meanwhile, no such study of or proof of any kind is needed to blame white supremacists and guns. That's a thousand percent a base point. Uh, we have a total breakdown of so, uh, social and moral values. Hey, the black Bart profile picture, based. I love that. I can go watch some Blades and Saddles. Bingo. I used uh, I used to own a lot of. I used to own a lot of guns. Lost them in a freak boating accident, but not one of them got out of their cases and started shooting by all by themselves. You nailed it perfectly. It is not the object; it is the jerk holding the object. Amen. Well, I'm gonna wrap this episode up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. This is in James Cameron fucking coping and goddamn seething. And uh, I have a good get shower. I have to work at noon. It is eight thirty-six right now. So I'm gonna get my stuff together, get ready for work. If I have time. I'm gonna try and record one more episode. So until then, I'll catch you all later. Peace.